It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donsko. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turepko, and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Here we are. We finally made it. It is sort of the end of the tournament, only for the women so far. And that's why we're here to cover the women's final preview. And both of the women got there in pretty comfortable fashion in their semifinals, didn't they, JG? Yeah, two women on top form, unbeaten in 2022. Should be a good final. Um, not the final I was expecting, or well, half of it anyway. Um, yeah. I thought Barty was always going to get there, really. <laughs> Uh, there's so many people as well who picked her to win the event. I think she was 50% picked on our yeah. overall GTL yeah. bracket. So well done to everyone who, well, at least had her going to the final. Unlike me, you had a sark of knocking her out. But Danielle Collins, more of a surprise package. I don't think many people had her winning it or going to the final. And she's just played so well. Ever since she touched down in Australia, she's been powerful, consistent and ruthless, really. I think that's the three ways to describe her. And yeah. I don't know. It's really hard. I know we're going to get into this sort of matchup, but if anyone can, I feel like Danielle Collins can. I don't know what it is, but I think just the way she is, if anyone can do something, surely she can, because she seems to have something a little bit different about her. Yeah, definitely. Uh, maybe we should start with uh, something more lighthearted then. Uh, obviously, we were just uh, having a laugh about it before we started, and we were just saying that the eager Sviantec match versus Daniel Collins sort of went a little bit like... Yeah, just uh, quickly, before you bring that up, on. just go to the live chat because Gary's go saying, on, you guys look fresh. Oh, well, wow. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> cheers, Gary. I don't feel fresh. I know Ben's tired. I'm tired. So it does tired. feel like... It's been a crazy journey, isn't it? Ever since sort of the Djokovic trial, we've oh, not stopped. Not and when I say we've not stopped, it's been like <laughs> minimum three podcasts every single day with work on top of it. And just 
yeah, it's been a, it's been a real marathon. Put it that way. I feel like the moment the Australian Open finishes, I'm just going to turn off my phone and just go sleep somewhere on my own. I could do that literally every yeah. time I put my head. It's been down. a journey, hasn't it? This one. I know you say, "Oh, how do you just get to sleep so quickly when you just go to bed?" I'm like, I think I'm running off of literally fumes, like all all day long, every day. But that's just the way it is. I just I know what it's like the Australian Open, and I just have to just deal with it. I don't know how other any other way. My body just keeps well, keeps going somehow, even though my mind is somewhere else. So it's the only way you can deal with this tournament when you're in a completely different time zone. Jet lag. Yeah. Uh, right, let's go on to this one, though, because I know that Daniel Collins, she sort of wiped the floor with Igor Sviontek. We both had Igor in our final, uh, both got that one wrong by the looks of it. And uh, this one was uh, a bit of a funny one. It was just sort of like uh, alluding to, I don't know if you want to bring it up on the screen. This one was quite funny to Igor uh, serving. And this would be Daniel Collins's response. Uh, so it's got a Serena Williams clip here. <laughs> Pretty nonchalant, <laughs> winners after winner. Yeah, this is pretty much a summary of today's <laughs> matches. Of course, we covered Eager and Daniel Collins. Yeah, yeah. We could probably use this as well for the other one with Halep. Uh, not Halep, <laughs> with Barty. Yeah, with Barty <laughs> but yeah. it wasn't so evident. Daniel Collins was swatting away Eager's serves. The second serve, she hardly won any. And this is what we saw most of the time. Eager, <laughs> bemused and puzzled, thinking, what can I do here? Every time she served, Daniel Collins whacked one back and it was a clean winner each time. And it was very much like watching that little clip there you had from Serena Williams. Yeah, I know. It just made me chuckle. Just because I've never seen someone so nonchalant in there. Just walk, just have a little <laughs> stroll over to the other side. Such a clean winner. And that was pretty much the reaction. And rightly so. I mean, eager, you could get away with playing badly against Kanepi and going through and the serving wasn't good, but she struggled through. But against Collins, there was no chance. I mean, we I was trying to give a glimmer of hope saying, oh, maybe she can just turn it around at some point here. But no, she just there, was, couldn't. there was no chance, was there? I mean, I, I mean, was hoping the whole way, but it just wasn't to be. Um, but it's deserved. And now we get a really exciting final. Both unbeaten in 2022. Ash Barty and Daniel Collins are square off in the Australian Open Women's Final. One of these are going to win their first Australian Open. Ash Barty, um, I believe she's been to, is it three finals before? Is this the third one? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think that she's. this is the third one. And she's... Yeah, two Grand Slam titles. And on the head-to-head, she leads 3-1. But, Ooh. and I say but, this is a big one. Dun, dun, the last time dun. they played... Daniel Collins beat her. Is that right? I believe I believe it was in Adelaide as well. I think it was yeah. in was it last year? That was yeah. the last time they played, uh, which is quite it makes it quite interesting because you're playing down under, and you're also sort of it's like playing in her backyard a little bit. And is she going to be in the same mindset? I'm still encouraged if you're a Daniel Collins fan of what you uh, brought up in the conversation in the last one with. She's just avoiding all social media. I just, I think that's such a big thing. I don't know why it's a big thing, but I think people's minds are so polluted these days mm-hmm. by social media, and it's so easy to get uh, carried away with like the tournament and all of the media around, like your, like because obviously we've seen like what with Radu Khan, this type of thing. It's social media is at the forefront of everything. Luckily, she's twenty eight. She's smart enough. And she's at the right age where she knows what's going to work for her. 
And it seems to be working brilliantly, I think, in this tournament. Not sure what's going on. She's got the right mental headspace, I think. Perfect. No, I agree. And the last time they did play was 11 months ago in Adelaide. And Collins won 6-3, 6-4, one hour, seven minutes. So, well, if there's anything to read into, does that mean it's going to happen again? So it's an opponent Ash Barty Barty has lost to previously in Australia. Um, The thing is with Barty, though, she's just looked amazing. Um, she has. I don't know if you want to have a little look or I can bring it up, just to some of her sets, because they've just been ridiculous. All there of them was... are sort of 6-1, 6-love, 6-2. Yes, quick, there was. Thundering oh. through matches. So the last one, Madison Keys, which was today, 6-1, 6-3. Before that, against Pagula, we had a 6-love, 6-2. It's like, it's not close, any of these, are they? No, against all... uh, Anisimova, 6-4, 6-3. Probably one of the more close ones. Uh, oh. Georgie, 6 2 6 3. Well, this one was uh, quite Bronzetti, an inter- 6 1 6 1. It's just. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's a demolition job, isn't it? I think this was in response to uh, a tweet that was put out as well, which was all of the sets and how easy they were. There's not even been a tie break in any of them either. Reminiscent of Raducanu at the US Open a little bit. I think better. Uh, I yeah, oh, yeah. Think better. This is. It's this not... is probably, for me, the most dominant I've seen anyone in the slam. It gives me shades Definitely. of Ego when she won Roland Garros, yeah. Rafa when he's at Roland Garros, Djokovic at Wimbledon. Like, this is the real elite top level we're seeing from Barty. Dominance. Well, yeah, and you see that. Serve has been broken once in the whole tournament, which is pretty crazy. And 42% of serves unreturned, breaking serve over 50% of the time. That's a scary prospect. Yeah. Uh, for if you're playing Ash Barty right now. We thought, oh, Madison Keys, she's been <laughs> smashing everyone off the court. Yeah, didn't happen, did it? It just seemed that as soon as it started, Barty was like, oh, I'll just start where I left off in the last match. Boom, 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 side to side. Uh, slices back. Everything's just, it's just like clockwork. Just He just gets back on the court, it seems. And I don't see the signs of nerves yet, which is a good thing for her because when she's playing like that, well, you've seen what she can do. She just absolutely just wipes the court with everybody. It's scary. Yeah, uh, I'm just looking back here. The last time she lost a match, funny enough, was Shelby Rogers in three at the US Open. Wow. Uh, and then before that, the Olympic Games, Saliba's Tourma, if you want to count that. But then she went and won all the all Wimbledon. So, like, when she plays, she wins, let's be honest. She's hardly yeah. lost since June of 2021. Um, what I want to sort of go back to is the last time she played the slam final, which we covered on the podcast against yep. Piskova. And I remember that one. Piskova was shocking, really bad. Started the match that terribly. We thought she was going to get bageled. And all of a sudden, because the opponent was playing so bad, I feel like Barty brought a, a level dropped massively in that second yep. set. And there was a weird spell in that second set yep, where the end. it looked a bit shaky. And I wasn't sure if the nerves and the occasion were getting the better of her. Couldn't Here serve in it Australia, out. she couldn't serve it out. Here in Australia, it's, I think it's only going to be intensified. It's her home slam. Everyone's going to be supporting her. Yeah, She's going to feel the weight of Australia sort of on her shoulders. So there could be a moment in this final where she looks around and thinks, you know what? She could, she could blitz the first set, say, 6-1, 6-2 or something. In that second set, when she's getting close to actually winning the, the title... She may start to think, you know what, I'm so close here. And that could get in her mind. And, and we saw that a little bit at Wimbledon. Obviously, Wimbledon's such a big grand slam. It's historic. Uh, means a lot to her as well. 
I think Australia's going to have that extra dimension and that's where I'm a bit concerned. Just the, the mental side of closing it out, she could struggle, especially with Danielle Collins. Um, she'll punish you if you make anything. If anything's a bit short or a bit soft and you're scared in your shots, I think hmm. Danielle Collins will punish it every time. Well, I think that is exactly the thing. I feel that this final sort of all depends on Danielle Collins. Which one do we see? Do we see one that turns up and has been playing the, the same tennis that she just did against Eager? Or do we see one that's sort of thinking, wow, this is my first Grand Slam final uh, in front of Australian crowd against an Australian, everyone cheering against me. And she's already angry on the court as it is. Uh, I don't know. Like, is that going to affect her? Is she going to? Is that going to get in her head? I've not seen anything to suggest that it would yet, but we, she hasn't played Ashley Barty yet. And I think that this could be... I think Ashley Barty will feel the, the nerves, but I think that the Aussie crowd gets so behind their people, she won't be able to do anything wrong in their eyes. So I think that she will feel energized in times of like weakness and they will probably be doing some stuff to try and put Daniel Collins off as well. I'm not going to lie. We've seen it a little bit in the past when they've been doing it to say like people curious are playing or something, someone like that. They all want their, their team to win or their country to, to win. And it's understandable, but they, they can have a few too many beers and they can go a little bit OTT. So just be, just be careful. There's going to be a few Aussie, Aussie, Aussies being shouted out probably inappropriate times. Yeah, let's have a look at the next tweet. Sure, yeah. The next one I thought was quite interesting as well. Uh, I don't know if you want to read this one. Yeah, so incredible to think that eight years ago, Ash Barty quit tennis and took a two-year break from the sport. Now she's the first Australian woman to be in an Australian Open final since 1980. What an incredible story that is. Yeah, it's uh, amazing. Quit eight years ago. We've also got an, a great story the other side of the net in Danielle Collins uh, getting through that surgery. Yeah. Um, which is equally really impressive as well. So they're both going to be, I think, extremely emotional when they get it over the line. It's going to be one of them sort of goosebump moments. I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. There's a narrative for both uh, players. Yeah. And even though they seem very, uh, what's the right word? They're in control of their emotions on the court. They seem very, well, Barty, it seems like calmness or personified, whereas Collins is the animal on the court. She turns into a different character. It seems like she, all she wants to do is just uh, tear the ball apart. I think we're going to see, like you said, I think whoever wins this, it's going to be a real eruption of emotions, like bottled emotions from probably a long time ago. Someone like Ashley Barty, she's never been to the final here. This is the the biggest deal for her in front of your home nation. That can that'll bring like the well the strongest man to his knees, so to speak. And I think that that'll be the case for her as well. You'll get to see the, some real emotion out of Ash Barty that you don't get to see that often. She's a very, she's quite a funny person and she's very like laid back. But I think that you will see it if she does get the job done. And I think the same for Danielle Collins as well. She's not that person you see on the court all the time. She is actually like, you see her in her press conferences. She's just a very nice, sweet person. So <laughs> the difference is though, I know you're saying all them things about Barty. And now she can fit, she's going to feel the pressure. And I've suggested it as well. She does have that Grand Slam experience, which Danielle yes. Collins doesn't. She's been in Slam finals. She's won Slams. You can't say the same for, for Collins. 
no. I'm looking here, Australian Open, the best she's ever got in any of the slams was in the Australian Open in 2019 when she got to that semi-final. Yep. She then got to a quarter-final at Roland Garros in 2020. Apart from that, never really got into the second week. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's something to consider as well. This is a real big deal. It really is. I think it's quite interesting for Ash Barty as well because she's obviously she's won on clay in the French Open. Yeah. She's won Wimbledon on grass. Now she's going for her first hard court slam. Like this, she's gonna like capture all surfaces. Yeah. Is she gonna be That's that... a big deal as well yeah, to do that massive. on all slams? Yeah, imagine that. Like if you've won on all surfaces, it means she's probably gonna be a threat at all of those in the future now. Like yeah, she already, she always sort of was. But everybody was like, "Ah, oh, the French isn't really her thing. She's not really... So I don't know how she won it. It's a bit like uh, when Ostapenko won her uh, title as well. Like people are just thinking, is it just a one-hit wonder? I don't is think it, it is. Carney? Yeah, exactly. I don't think it is for <laughs> Ash Barty, though. That's the thing. I think we know how good she is. She's world-class, as Ty yeah. Brad Live says. Let's move on Literally. to the next tweet. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, let me just move over. This one is one that you pinged over. So we have this. When you see who Ash has to play, you see them out there practicing. Someone hitting a slice backhand to them is probably a bit late the day before to try and get that right. <laughs> if you haven't practiced yeah. it enough now, you're probably <laughs> not going to get that right. I find this hilarious. Um, it's true, though, isn't it? Ties are here saying it. I'm not sure who he is. But it's crazy that the opponents for Ashley Barty are practicing against someone who's throwing slice backhands at them. Don't get me wrong, it's a good idea, but it's a bit late, isn't it? I don't think you're going to be able to work it out overnight. And not just that, I would like to see who they've got replicating the Ashley Barty slice backhand because they must be very good at it. I bet they're not as good as Ash Barty, yeah, though. That's, I mean. you. <laughs> That's the, the you got the world number, unless you're going to get the world number one there herself to give throw some at you just to practice. I don't think oh, you're going to get that's uh, Barty's coach. Oh, okay. Team. There you go. So, yeah, I don't think uh, it's going to be possible to replicate that Barty's. I've not seen anybody else do it. So uh, there must be someone who's taught her it. I mean, Maybe. it's good that they're... I can't criticise it. They're trying. Yeah. But it's not. I don't think it's going to be of much use, is it? Because the way she hits the slice, I've not seen anyone do that. It's so good and so effective. And you know what? I don't think we really saw it today, did we? No. You can't say the slice defeated Key. She didn't need to slice. <laughs> no. She didn't. So it's like it's a part of her game which she can use when she needs to. She doesn't even have to use it to win. And I think that shows the level she is. Today, what was her best part of her game? I thought it was probably the serve. I think the serve was the incredible. Really good. I thought just consistent hits it. She just keeps but everything in the You know the, the mad court. thing is you can watch her next week or the next day and you and I'll ask you the same question. What was the best part of Ashley Barty's game today? And it'll be something else. Because yeah. she is world-class. She has everything. There's not well, really a weakness, is there? I, the thing that I love about her game so much is the fact that she can play with such like uh, like ease, it seems. Like it's freedom on the court. She'll play it out into your backhand and then you'll run over to the backhand side and then you'll get it back. And then she doesn't put him on the lines. She puts it like a foot inside the baseline and also a foot away from the tram line. But it's put with such a nice sort of force that you're always running to that ball. Then you're coming back again. Then she's like, I'm just going to play it on the other side now. Then I'm going to maybe cut the angle a little bit now. She just seems like she's just, it's in slow motion a little bit sometimes mm. when Ash Sparty's playing rallies. And that's what I like. It just, it she makes the game look effortless. And 
credit to her. That's why she's world number one, I guess. Gary's in saying the slice practice part of the <laughs> Well, I can't get much better than that, can you? <laughs> That'd be a good one. Might help oh, John Silk's in, as I said. Oh, go on. <laughs> just, no, got, just got back from a Greek restaurant. A sign? Hashtag Sissipas first slam. <laughs> I'm starting to doubt whether John really is a Rafa fan or not. He's got him going out. He's got Sitapas winning the whole thing. Last time next, we saw Rafa him. retiring. Last time we saw him at a slam, he was chanting Sissipas. I think he's yeah, just a big Sitapas fan. He's a fake Rafa fan for sure. Let's move on. Right. Okay. So let's uh, just put, there was one more, I think, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. This was the one about uh, who Ashley Barty has beaten. Yeah. Uh, mate. When I the... saw this, I thought I have to send this to Ben. It's another one of them coincidences. I like I it, though. Just. <laughs> Bemusing. I don't. Yeah, again, someone's. It's this one you can understand how they how they found it. It's not so crazy as the last one. Mm. But when Ash won Roland Garros in 2019, she dismantled a quart a, a quartet of Americans: Pegula, Collins, Keys, and Isamova. Fast forward to the Australian Open 2022, and history is repeating itself. <laughs> she's she's played and Isamova beating her. Played Pegula beating her. Played Keys beating her. Final Collins. All she needs to do. Beat Collins, she's got the quartet again and another slam. It's bizarre to me that, that it's the same four <laughs> as well. How can it be the same four? It, that to me, it, it could have been any of the like same another... four in a grand slam. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. And you know That's... what I think is more impressive? Beating the Americans on the hard court rather than on a clay yeah. court as well. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, so she's improved her level uh, yet again. Ash Barty, I don't know. Every. I've just been waiting for her to realise how good she is in a slam on hardcore. And that's why I think this surely got to be her time. Surely, unless this girl, Danielle Collins. Right, let's have a look at Danielle Collins now because we've uh, spoken a lot about Ash Barty. Uh, I thought this was quite an interesting one. Obviously, Danielle Collins, now a top 10 player in the world. Uh, we can have a look quickly at the live rankings there, saying she's just pushed into the live ranking top 10. Well done to her. I mean, well deserved. In good company, yeah. Yeah, fully, really fully deserved. Good. Shout out to Vance for the super chat as well, saying JP Silk, uh, et tu Brutus. Do you know what that means? <laughs> no. I know et tu means and, and you. you. <laughs> yeah, that's the only And bit. you Brutus. Okay. Maybe it's a uh, phrase from... Some kind uh, of Latin, isn't it? I think it must be from somewhere. Uh, we're probably just not in the loop on what that's uh, regarding. This one was quite a nice one. Ben Rothenberg pointing out this Daniel Collins run puts a US woman in the Australian Open final for a third year in a row mm. following Kenin and Brady. Even more re uh, remarkably, Collins uh, follows Brady as a second straight collegiate finalist here. And it's a great testament to the college tennis route. And I th it's a really good point. I'd love to see that, the college tennis doing well. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a really, um, I didn't know that either. I did now, thinking about it, but until you've said it, I didn't realise that there has been a few Americans recently. Yeah. Kenyon, of course, won hers. Brady lost hers to Osaka. Yep. Um, can Is it one American wins, one loses? Ooh. One American wins? No, you can't really say that. <laughs> um, but well. let's see what happens. Yeah, it's certainly, I'm I'm really a big advocate for the whole college scene. We see what's yeah. happened with uh, Cam Norrie uh, yep. playing, playing in that sort of environment. It's helped him massively. And yeah, I'm all for it. Get an education, yes. play your tennis, and you've always got something to fall back on then as well. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, I'm not sure that we've oh. got. Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> <He's back. laughs> popping up again. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't got many other uh, bits and pieces for uh, Daniel Collins on the tweets front. I just wanted to really just speak about her and and her run, really that that she's had because we've spoken about Ash Barty until the uh, cows came home. We need to throw some uh, gr- good light on how Collins has really got here and the style she did it because I think sort of when she like announced herself was that Towson match to me. I mean, we obviously yeah, covered agreed. it on, on the I think podcast. you could maybe make a point for the one before Anna Cunha. Yeah. Straight set. She beat Cunha. Uh, the score was six, four, six, three. So really comfortable. I think that was a real, her announcing herself at the event. And then after that, um, like Towson. you say, Towson, I didn't watch it, but I know you and Zach covered it. And I thought that's where she was going out. I think my predictions had Towson beating her. So that is where I was starting to think, hmm, Collins is having a good tournament. Then Mertens. I thought Mertens is a bit wishy-washy, not really convinced by her at all. But she was able to beat her in three. So I was like, okay, fair enough. Cornet, we covered that one. And let's be honest, Cornet is probably, I think she's treading water at this stage. She's she's got a nosebleed. (laughs) She's never been into the second week of the slam. It's a brilliant story, but let's be honest, she's not no well beater and you'd fancy Danielle Collins to win. And then Eager, I thought, I don't think she's going to get through Eager. I think Eager's a little bit too strong. She's got a bit more experience at this level. But Collins, yet again, has proven me wrong every single step of the way. And now finding in the final, I think that ties in nicely to our predictions because am I going to underestimate her again and she wins? Or am I going to est- overestimate and she loses, probably? That's, I feel like that's what's going to happen. <laughs> well, it's uh, remember her fighting spirit is all I'd say before you make your decision. That Towson match, she was a set and a breakdown and came back to win the entire thing. Even against Mertens, she was down a break in the final set, came back to win. Uh, she's showing fighting spirit. Ash Barty. It's almost like the uh, Leila Fernandez versus Raducanu thing all over again, isn't it? We got one who's fighting back and winning in three, and we got the other one who's not dropped a set, and it's been super easy. So, not sure what to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's go back to the first graphic. <laughs> all right, no problem. And then we'll give a prediction. So, there's the two ladies in the final. Over to you first, Ben. And before you say anything. Actually, this is what we're going to do. Ben, in the bracket, did pick Ashley Barty to win the whole thing. I picked Eager. I come close, but I lost. So fair play. Ben won the bracket. He beat me on this year's Australian Open for the women's. The men's still up for grabs because if Rafa does do well, I have a chance. But I just want to also take this opportunity to give a shout out to the leader of the women's. And that is... It's a tie at the top. So we've got B Normal and RTF (laughs) Zero. But we're going to be awarding it to RTF Zero on the basis of them picking more correct picks. So mm. I think they've got 84 out of 126, and wow. B Normal has 74 out of 126. So on that basis, RT is leading, but RT needs Barty, I think. Makes sense. RT Barty, of course. <laughs> it's in the name. Yeah. But. I think, actually, no. I think, if I'm honest, there's no one who's got Danielle Collins. So, on that basis, RTF0 has won. Oh, well, there you go. Is that, is that fair of me saying that? I, I've not checked down, 
But so let's just wait and confirm that because there may be some weirdo yeah, yeah. who's got Daniel Collins to win it, uh, which in that case would be great. I, but I can't go through every single person to check. But right now it looks like RTF Zero is going to win. So shout out to you. Um, if you do win by tomorrow, well, when, once we've f- covered the final, send us a message and we'll arrange for your prize to be delivered to you. Sounds exciting, mate. It really does. Uh, well done. I don't know how. 84, right? Correct picks or something. That's Pretty good, yeah. Outrageous. <laughs> how are you doing that? It's like some sort of uh, like uh, magic ball you've got there. You're predicting mystic uh, predictions. Yeah, shout out to Boband as well. Finished fifth. Oh, wow. Really? Well done. I know we've got Colby in the chat. Well done to you. Finished 13th. That's some real high scores. And then there's no one else really near the top. But Ben, over to you. Your prediction. Seeing as you beat me on the bracket, you can go first. I will go first. Uh, I think this is going to be actually a really good final. I know that we were hoping for two good semis and we ended up with two sort of whitewashes. This one going to be different. Daniel Collins going to come out fast. She's going to attack Ash Barty. I've got a feeling Ash Barty might lose the first set here. But the crowd are going to rile behind Ash Barty. And she's going to come back from the depths of despair and win in three sets. Okay. Um, It's a bit annoying because mine's exactly the same. But not... Not the not the sets. In Maybe fact. choose it in a different order then. It is a different order, and that's not not because I'm just doing the opposite. My opinion is this: I think Ash Barty takes the first set, just like she always has been, really quick, six two. Everyone's thinking, here we go again. It's going to be about four all in the second. Ashley Barty is going to start oh, getting a bit of a wobbly elbow. She's no, going to start panicking. Ash. The crowd are going to start chanting as if she's won, and oh. Collins is going to find a fire from within, breaker. And then the third set, we're not sure what's going to happen. Collins is going to take a break early in the third. Oh, no. And then everyone's like, Barty's bottled it. What's happened? Barty's going to win in the third. I think 7-5 or something. Maybe 6-4. I don't know. Super breaker. But yeah, I'm pretty Super specific drama. with the way it's going to go. So if that does I happen, like I'm going to clip this little segment and post it everywhere. I like it, though. It sounds like pure drama. And I'm hoping that we get not straight sets and we get... The pure drama JG finale well, that he in, has. In theory, we have the same prediction. Ashley Barty to win her third Grand Slam, first in Australian Open, first on hard court, and to beat Danielle Collins in three sets. Which means she wins in straight sets. Great. So there <laughs> <All we go>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's it. Remember that we did the same for Raducanu, I think, but <laughs> this is the same. I went with the same principle there, and then Raducanu just went to straight sets again. So from, from my, this principle, if that's anything to go by, it probably means that's what's going to happen. But yeah. Well, we've got anyway. Matchpoint Canada in the house. How are we doing? Saying great analysis, boys. Um, and he's going with my pick. Barty defeats Daniel Collins. 6-4, 3-6, So also going for Barty Ooh. in three. I think it's a popular one. We think we know Collins is good for a set. I mean, she's proved it time and time again in this tournament, how well she hits the ball. Are the nerves going to get the better of her? That's the one thing we we need to see. There's part of me that thinks she's just going to just go for it. By hook or by crook, she's just going to just yep. be keep keep going to the well. Bang, bang, bang. Eventually, those winners are going to start flying and it's going to be enough to grab her a set. We saw what she did against Eager. It was just from, from the off. She started the, the match and she was already hitting winner after winner. 
my big fear though is we could see a little bit of a cagey match where the mm. quality is not so good. And although Barty does win the first set, it's going to be one which is littered with unforced errors. That's what um, the first set. I think it's going to be the other way. I think it's the big the occasion, all the crowd. She might be like, "Oh my god, this is too much," and then calm down and get in the flow. That's my thought. Yeah, but. yeah agreed. But anyway, let's wrap that one up. That is our overview of the Australian Open on the women's side. Our final predictions out. We'll of course, of course, be covering this final Saturday morning UK time. Don't miss it. And then I believe followed by the men's doubles. Is that correct? Kyrgios in the men's final. We'll be covering that as well. Here's the graphic. But before that, we do have a massive matchup, which is going to be on in about five hours' time. Nadal Berrettini, followed by Sisipas Medvedev. Wow. All on yeah, Game they... to Love. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Like this video as well. Hit the bell to be notified, notified when we go live. We still have plenty of matches left on Game to Love, and we're going to be covering them all. We really are. Yeah, make sure you set your alarms if you are in the UK. Uh, set it for 20 past three, just so that you've got enough time to get up, make a coffee, open a beer, whatever you want to do, and make sure you join us for that match because it is going to be epic. Yeah, exactly that. Uh, before we go, the last thing I wanted to say is make sure you enter our giveaway to win two Roland Garros tickets. Four days remaining now. You may as well enter. It's free to do so. And you get a chance to win two tickets for four days over Roland Garros. Uh, and here's how. This time we're bringing you a giveaway. Roland Garros 2022. We have two grand public tickets going on offer and you can be part of it. Make sure you are subscribed to Game to Love. And secondly, follow the link to find out all of the ways you can enter. They include following us on Spotify, following on Twitter, joining the Patreon. That's another one where you get a few entries. Four days at Roland Garros. That could be the final, the semi-final, the quarter-final. To clarify, that is two tickets for four days at Roland Garros, seeing the very best tennis talent. Yeah, so make sure that you get your entries in by the 31st of January 2022. And good luck. May the best man or woman win. And hopefully we get to see you out in Paris very soon. So, yeah, make sure you enter that giveaway. Two tickets to Roland Garros, four days on Philip Chatrier. I think we've done this one to death. Good luck to both ladies in the final. Uh, and we'll see you uh, in about four hours' time or five hours' time for Rafa Nadal. Yeah, see you guys then. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.